Luke chapter 5 and verse 12. This has been our text for some weeks now. Let's look at it again. Luke 5 verse 12. It says, while he was in one of the towns. This is the Amplified. There came a man full of, covered with leprosy. Now this man would have been considered too far gone to help. He would have been considered incurable, terminal. When he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you're able to cure me and make me clean. This is the question we've been dealing with for some weeks now. The title of this series is God's Will to Heal. And uh, millions, I don't think that's an exaggeration, millions of believers are praying just like this leper did. In 2007, they're praying the same prayer he prayed. Lord, I know you could heal me, if it's your will. How many, uh, that's how you were taught when you came up and maybe in times past. I know I was. I always pray, if it be thy will. But that's incorrect. That is not right. That is not Bible. Somebody said, well, you ought to always pray, if it be thy will. Well, why don't you pray that way about somebody to be born again? So people are inconsistent themselves when they say that. Oh, well, maybe not everything. Well, <laughs> then if it's not everything, it's not everything. Well, Jesus prayed that way, Brother Keith, in the garden. He did. But he was not praying for anybody to be healed. And he was not having a healing meeting. And it was not about anybody being born again. There are times to pray, if it be thy will, concerning his plan for your life and things you don't know. But when the Bible has plainly revealed something to you, like it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of the truth and, and repentance, well, then you don't pray for people to be born again with an if it be thy will. To do so would be to pray in unbelief, not in faith. Well, the same Bible answered this question too. And so we have been week after week given 30, 30 reasons from the Bible why we are sure it's God's will for all to be healed today. And we're making progress too. We're getting established in this, aren't we? And if somebody says, well, I... I just don't agree with it. I think it's just not always God's will to heal. Well, then get them to give you 30 biblical reasons. Reasons from the Bible. Why they're sure it's not always His will. Theories, opinions don't count. We're talking about verses. Scriptures in the Bible. And so we have gone reason after reason after reason. But our text here, the question was answered immediately, wasn't it? 
Do you like this as well as I do? Man, I like it. He said, Lord, I know you can. I know you could do it. If it's your will. Verse 13. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him. What did he say? Now, if it's true, as many believe, this would have been the perfect place for Jesus to say, well, (laughs) it's complicated, son. Hmm? Sometimes it's the will of God for people to be healed. Sometimes it's not. And it's a mystery that you won't understand in this life. Other times it's God's will But it's not God's time. And he's teaching you something through it. I mean this would have been the perfect place. To put all that in there. Wouldn't it? But instead. Instead. I mean you hear that a lot. And people get taught that in seminary. And you can read it in books. That have individuals with all kind of initials after their name. But I don't care if the book's this thick with hard covers and there's 20 initials after the name. Red letters. <laughs> Red letters. Trump everything. What you think, what you felt, what happened to them, what didn't happen for them. Red letters. Red letters. Trump it all. And don't you love the Lord? I mean, He cuts through all the barbed wire entanglement of people's theology and philosophy and every other apathy. And what does he say? I will. This stands like Mount Everest above all the confusion and theories of men. Doesn't it? I will be thou clean and immediately the leprosy departed from him. I will. If he said I will then, what's he saying now? If he's not saying the same thing now, he's changed. And he hasn't. If he said I will to him, but he won't say it to you, then that's respecter of persons. And the Bible says he's not. If he hasn't changed, then he's still saying I will. If he's no respecter of persons, he's saying I will to you. We're sure. It's God's will for us all to be healed. Where do we find the will of God? You don't ascertain the will of God by what happened to you or anybody else. Or by what didn't happen. Well, so-and-so, we prayed and it didn't happen. Well, that's like saying, I tried to pray with so-and-so, but they didn't receive the Lord. So I guess they died lost. So I guess that proves it wasn't his will to save them. No, it proves no such of a thing. Where do we find the will of God? In the Word of God. And that is true no matter what happens with you or doesn't happen with you or for me or for anybody else. This is above all that. Yes, sir. Isn't it? Yes, sir. Say it out loud. I accept the Word. I accept the word. No matter. No matter. An experience, experience or lack of it. Lack of it. I, accept the word. I accept the Word. Hallelujah. See, so many try to water down the Bible to match what they've experienced or what they haven't experienced. Don't do that. 
believe God to elevate and lift up your experience to match this Bible. Now we've gone through reason after reason. In fact, what is it, 22? Hmm? We've gone through 22 reasons already. And I think some people might be convinced already. But we're going on. We're going to continue. And if you would, go with me to uh, Mark 9. Mark 9 this evening. Some very significant things tonight. Very significant things. And some of these things you have heard before, but haven't heard. So you want to watch about going, yeah, I know that. No, no. Nobody has exhausted all the light and truth from any verse of Scripture. How many understand there's much more there that you haven't seen than what you have seen? Because the Word of God is alive. Mark 9, did you find it? Mark 9 and 23. It says, this man came, he, he brought his child to Jesus that had been terribly afflicted with numerous things for a long time. And he said in verse 22, if you can do anything, have compassion on him and help us. Now see, the other man was questioning the Lord's will. This man's questioning his ability. Both of those are big problems. How many believe God can do it? He's able to do it. How many believe it's his will? Well, then you're way down the road if you really believe it. But did you know you can believe both of those and still not see it? We're going to talk about that tonight. But you must believe both of those. He said, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Verse 23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. We're down to reason number 23 tonight. We are sure it's God's will for all to be healed today because of the all-inclusive Promises of God. All inclusive. Somebody say all inclusive. All inclusive. What does all mean? Hmm? A-L-L in the English language. What does it mean? It doesn't mean some. It doesn't mean most. It doesn't mean up to and including 90%. What does it mean? All. Somebody say all. all. Read this verse to me again, the last part of it. What did Jesus tell the man? All. How many things? All. all things are possible to who? Yeah. To everybody? No. No. To those that believe. To believers. What about folk that don't believe in it? They're not going to be bothered with it. Right? I've had people want to argue with me and fuss. Well, we don't believe in all that healing stuff like y'all do. Well, you won't be bothered with it. Oh, we don't believe in all that tongue-talking stuff and gifts of healings and miracles and gifts of the Spirit like y'all do. Well, you won't be bothered with it. 
Well, we don't believe in that prosperity like y'all do. Well, you won't be troubled with it. These signs follow them that believe. Now, we're going to go over several verses here. I mean, you know there are many verses in the Scripture like this. We won't take the time to go through all of them, but we'll get a good representation of them. But this is the point. If you didn't know any of the other verses that we've already looked at about healing, if you didn't know you had a healing covenant, if you didn't know he was Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you, if you didn't know that he took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses and carried your pains and by his stripes you're healed, if you didn't know any of that, God has repeatedly promised to do all things and any things and whatsoever things that whosoever would ask in faith. Believing that they receive. And all things includes healing. And whosoever includes you. You see what we're talking about tonight? We're sure it's God's will for us all to be healed. Why? The all-inclusive promises of God. I want to say it one more time. God has promised repeatedly to do all things. And anything and whatsoever things that whosoever would believe they receive. And this is one of those such verses. Man, you can take this one verse, one verse, and get miracles. Can't you? Say it out loud again. All things. All things. All things are possible. To him that believes. That means the things they said were not possible. Are possible. You know never. Let any man or woman. In any profession. Be the final authority in your life. On anything. Hmm? I don't care if they're the best attorney. In the world. And can quote. Half the law books verbatim. If they look at you and tell you, there's no way. There is no way. They're not saying it right. What they should be saying is, I don't know of any way. Because the truth is, come on now, help me out, help me out. The truth is, all things are possible to him that believes. There's a friend of mine, he's been in the ministry for years, travels, has great evangelistic campaigns, and he was in the uh, prison serving multiple life sentences. And he said when the information had come to him about parole, it said, you are eligible for parole in the month of none. (laughs) And he said he looked and looked on the calendar and there was no month of none. What does that mean? You are not going to be eligible for parole. Ever. He's been out for years. Preaching the gospel. They tell him no. When you do what you did. You don't get out. Yeah but he's out. Glory to God. He laughs about it. Several ministers. Years after this happened. Vouched for him. And wrote to the governor and wrote to different people. And they cleared his record. Whoa. 
He laughs. He says, my record's cleaner than yours. But see, people told him, there's no way. Impossible for you to get out. Impossible for you to never let any man be the final authority in your life. Did you hear me now? Thank God for doctors. But I've seen you know, men and women that were top in their field and look and say, well, there's no hope. There's no cure. There's no way you can, when you get to this stage, there's no way you can overcome it. They're not saying it right. I said they're not saying it right. They sh- what should they say? We don't know of anything. We can't do anything. But what is the truth? Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. All things are possible to him or her that believe. That's the Bible. That's the truth. Hey, hey. Phyllis and I were at a church some years ago. And this man and woman, they had invested in oil, petroleum, uh, research and exploration. And they had uh, hit big and it paid off big. And they, uh, they were also in the ministry. And they had... Uh, Man, they got big houses and new cars, and I mean, they made a bunch of money. Well, a few years later, they some things got turned upside down, and the market went belly up, and they lost it all. Lost their cars, lost their houses. And uh, the professionals that they were talking to, their advisors told them, you just got to file bankruptcy. There is no way. You'll ever pay all this off. There is no way. They're saying it wrong. I said they're saying it wrong. Now some people say it ignorantly. Others say it arrogantly. Don't they? Others say it arrogantly. No, I know what I'm talking about. I'm the best in the world on this. And if I say it can't be done, it can't be done. Yeah, and you're full of pride. And don't know who you are. You're a created being. And your creator can do what you don't know how. Right? Well, they they refused to. He said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not beating these people out and leaving them with these unpaid debts. I'm not doing it. I'm going to believe God. All things are possible to him that believes. I don't see how. I don't have the fight. It looks like I couldn't pay this off in two lifetimes. But God can. And I'm going to believe him too. And he didn't file bankruptcy. And he stood and believed. And how long did it take him, Phil? Do you remember? It was several years But when we were talking to them, they had paid them off and had another house. It wasn't easy. It took them years. But they did it. People are too quick to quit. They're too quick to give up. They're too quick to believe others that tell them, ah, nothing can be done. Can't do it. Too late. Too big. Too much. Too far gone. Never. Let another man or woman, I don't care if they're supposed to be the best in the world, never let them have the final say-so. Let them have the final word 
in your life about the faith. Thank them for their input. Thank them for their time. But you better check with somebody else too. Right? You better see what, what the boss says. The expert of all experts. There's a lot of folk think they know everything. He actually does. Right? We know somebody who actually does know everything. And you know what he said? You know what he said? He said it is possible. Woo, glory. He said it is. What men say can't be done, he said can be done. That means it is, I don't care how far behind you are on your bills and how messed up your finances are, it is possible for you to get out of debt and get ahead and have extra money and so big in the kingdom. It is possible. You, you, it is possible. I don't care how terrible your marriage has been. It is possible for it to totally be transformed and instead of hell on earth, be a taste of heaven on earth. I just don't know. Well, then it won't be possible for you. All things are possible. Not for everybody, but for what? Those that believe. Am I talking to believers tonight? Glory be to God. Let's read some more. Turn with me, if you would, to Matthew 18. Glory to God. Somebody say, I believe in miracles. I believe it is possible. Matthew 18. There's a lot of these, but I just want to give you a representation of them tonight. Matthew 18 and 18. We've already seen one. All things are possible. How many things? What kind of things? Would that include healing? Certainly. Matthew 18, 18. He said, Jesus said, whatsoever... Anytime you see these words, whatsoever, any, all, whosoever, you say it out loud with me. Verily I say to you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever. What if you bound up cancer? That's a little weak, guys. What if you bound up? Huh? Any kind of bad thing. That's been working. What if you say, I bind this up. I shut it down in Jesus' name. Is it possible to stop it? Maybe the experts say, no, when it goes this far, that's it. It's just nobody can stop it. Well, they said it wrong. What should they have said? We don't know (laughs) how to stop it. What is the truth? Whatsoever. You bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching what? Oh, we haven't reveled and and wallowed and immersed ourselves in the the all-encompassing element of this have we God could have limited this any number of ways but he made it open ended didn't he he made it huge he made it unlimited didn't he what did he say if two of you would agree on earth as touching 
Anything. Anything. Somebody say anything. anything. Say it again. Anything, anything except healing? No. 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 Anything except overcoming something and living a long time? Anything except getting all your bills paid and coming up? No, no. Anything, anything that they shall ask, it shall be done. It what? Shall be. Huh? Shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. God has promised repeatedly to do anything, all things, whatsoever things, that whosoever would ask in faith. Skip to another one here. You know these. A lot of you got some of these marked, but sure don't hurt to hear them again. Matthew 21. Matthew 21. 22. Talking about the all-inclusive promises of God. All-inclusive. Matthew 21, 22. What does it say? And what? A lot of things. Many things. Huh? And what? Why wouldn't healing be included in this? All things. What's another word? Whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. Now here's a qualifier. There it is again. Believing. So it's not just asking. It's not so much, well, I prayed and prayed and prayed. Well, it's not just praying. It's what? You ask in prayer. Believing. You shall receive. All things, all things, all things. I won't take time to go over all. Let me just read some of these to you without you turning to them. John 14, uh, 14, he said, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. John 15, 7, he said, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you'll ask whatever you will. It'll be done to you. Verse 16, he said, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it you. John 16, 23, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it you. 1 Corinthians 3, 21, All things are yours. Somebody say all. All. Any. Any. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Whosoever. Whosoever. Before we go further, we're going to go to that wonderful Mark 11 scripture. I think there's some whatsoever's in there. And some whosoever's. Am I talking to some whosoever's? That can believe for some whatsoever's. <laughs> and we're going to look at that Mark 11. But before we do. I want to stir you up some more. Can you take some stirring up? Hmm? I jotted down a couple of things to remind myself. That I believe in miracles. Hmm? I believe in miracles. I believe somebody said, you take that literally, preacher? That's what he said. Yeah. You take it literally? All things are possible. Every word. All things are possible to him that believes. I believe it just like that. Well, some things are not. Now, he said all things are. Well, not everything, Brother Keith. He said all things. Whether you understand that or not. You have to choose whether you believe it or not. I reminded myself. I believe a 90-year-old woman and a 99-year-old man could have a son. 
I believe fire can encompass a bush and it not burn up. I believe a stick can turn into a snake and back into a stick. I believe an army, a whole army of folks can cross through a sea on dry land. Now, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but there's a lot of popular programs nowadays on TV and whatever that try to explain these miracles away. You say, well, this happened, you know, well, there was an earthquake and the water shifted off to one side and they were able to go across and it was only ankle deep. And that's how come they could cross it. Well, no, the Bible said dry ground. And that'd be a big miracle too, that Pharaoh and his whole army drowned in ankle deep water. What I'm saying is, you got all these so-called experts explaining away trying to the supernatural element of it because they are unbelievers. They are not believers. And if you don't believe in miracles, then you just don't believe in God. Did you hear me? He says, oh, no, no, and I believe in God, but I don't believe in miracles. Well, the Bible said the devils believe in God and tremble, and it does them no good. No. There's some things you just can't explain, but you can believe them. I said you can believe them, even if you don't understand them. I believe that happened just like that. I believe clothes and shoes did not wear out for 40 years. <laughs> believe in miracles. I believe bread can fall out of the sky every morning and feed millions. I believe water can come out of a rock. Just gush out and feed millions of people and all their livestock. I believe bitter waters can be made sweet. I believe a dry stick can bud and blossom and produce almonds overnight with nothing on either end. I believe in miracles. How about you? I believe in the God of miracles. I believe he can do it. Do you? I believe a donkey can speak. Do you? I believe people can shout and walls around a city fall down flat. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. Now see, all the people that try to tell you that what you need can't happen, they don't believe in this either. Which means they don't believe in the Bible. They don't believe in God. I believe a man could pray and call on God and the sun and moon stand still for a whole day. Now, you know, this is before there were any satellites and any pictures of the solar system. He did not know what he was asking. (laughs) Did he? And this is wonderful. You don't have to know what you're asking. (laughs) I mean, if there were ever would have been a good time and maybe a reasonable thing for God to say, now, Joshua, you don't know what you're asking. Because I know y'all hadn't found this out yet. You still got people believing the earth is flat. But 
there are some giant bodies rotating around each other at incredible speeds and you don't just stop one of them. Huh? I mean, take an automobile engine. I mean, a lot of you guys know this. I mean, is you got an automobile engine that's spinning at five or six thousand RPM? You don't just stop one of the pistons <laughs> and let the other ones go, right? What would that be if you stopped one of the pistons and the other seven just kept spinning? That'd be a miracle. Well, it was a lot bigger miracle. What God did, the sun and the moon, the Bible said, and I believe it just like that, stood still for a whole day. Glory to God. I believe it. Do you believe it? There's another time when God calls the sun to go backwards. Remember that? About a whole day. Talking about rewind, backwinding the clock. That's nothing. We're talking about backwinding the solar system. Not only... Now think about, think about who God is, what He can do. Not only can He stop this thing, He can reverse it, make it go backwards. For a day. How'd He do that? Now see, your uh, people that study the stars and study, they tell you, it's impossible. Impossible. You can't do that. It happened. But how you know it happened? I don't know how. I just believe it. That's the wonderful thing about faith. You don't have to have a clue in order to believe something. You just decide to believe it. Come on, somebody help me out. Say, I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. Then that means you believe all things are possible to him that believes. I believe ravens brought a man food every morning and every evening. Just flew right in there and brought it to him. Somebody said, you talking about wild birds? Yes. I believe they took a little bitty pot and filled up a bunch of big pots with it. I believe an iron axe head floated and swam like a fish. You ever saw a piece of iron swim? It happened. I believe a man got clean from terminal leprosy just by dipping in a river. Hmm? I believe a man stayed all night in a lion's den with a bunch of hungry lions. And they didn't bite him one time. And he came out without a scratch. You believe? I believe three men got thrown into an inferno. So hot it would melt stuff. And did not get burned, didn't get singed, not even the smell of smoke on their clothes. Now see, a lot of people that tell us, impossible, impossible. It happened, it happened. I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. I believe thousands of people ate and were full and had leftover from a little boy's lunch. I believe the blind saw again. I believe the deaf heard again. I believe the dumb spoke and the lame walked. I believe water turned into wine. I believe somebody walked on the water. I believe they got tax money out of a fish's mouth. I believe a severed ear was stuck back on the head and instantly okay. I believe a virgin conceived. 
I believe a man, though he was dead, was raised from the dead, never to die again. I believe in miracles. Do you? Then why can't we believe they could happen today? Not only can they. They have been happening around here, right? We just heard several. Hmm? And they are happening. And they will yet happen. Greater and greater. Stronger and stronger. Somebody say it out loud. I believe. In miracles. I believe. In things. People can't explain. I believe. All things. Are possible. To those that believe. Now when people say, well, I don't believe in all that, then that would explain why it doesn't happen for you. Because it happens only for those that believe. Did you find Mark 11? Well, I wanted to stir you up a little bit before I read this. It's easy to read a verse and just let it kind of go past you. But when you say all things are possible to him that believes, I wanted to remind you. Of those kind of things that have happened over and over again. That experts of all types would tell you no way. No way. And it happened. When they say no way. They're saying it wrong. Huh? I said they're saying it wrong. Either out of ignorance. Or arrogance. Or both. But they're saying it. What should they say? They should say. I don't know. Of any way. And that didn't tell us much. Because we already knew. There was a whole lot you didn't know. That's not a stretch. To think that we got to a place where you couldn't do it. But aren't you glad. When men look at you. And say I'm sorry. There's nothing that can be done. You might have to bite your lip and go. "Mm, You're not saying it right. But just. You don't have to tell everybody that. You just need to know it for yourself. You know that when men say nothing can be done, that's not the final word. That's not it. Mark 11, are you there? This is the verse. Uh, My father in the faith who's in heaven now, who was told he had to die, could not live past age 16. Born prematurely, deformed in his organs, incurable so-called blood disease, and multiple physicians told him he had to die, could not live. Were they saying it right? No. What should they have said? (laughs) He found this verse. Oh, glory to God. He found this verse when he was paralyzed as a teenager. And he read in verse 22, it said, Jesus answering said to them, have faith in God. For verily I say to you, that, there it is, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. How many areas does this cover? 
whosoever would have whatsoever, he said. All inclusive. All inclusive. Keep reading. Verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, what things soever you desire. What if you desire healing? What if you desire a well body? What if you desire to be strong without pain? Huh? Who has a right to say, well, no, that includes a lot of things, but not that? Nobody has a right to say that. What does whatsoever include? What things soever you desire when you pray. Believe. And this is very specific. This is what I wanted to focus some more on tonight. Believe what? Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now which happens first? You shall have them or you believe you receive them? Which happens first? But see, you got so many folks, they're wanting to have it, then they're going to believe they got it. Hmm? Well, when are you going to believe you got it? Well, when I feel better. When we get back a good report. Be too late to believe it. Then you'd know it. Then you'd feel it. Then you see it. Are you with me now? Believing occurs before you see it. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You don't see it and you don't feel it. That's when you believe it. See, we don't see Jesus. But we're believing. We haven't seen him returning and coming back. But we're in faith. Right? We believe it. We haven't seen heaven. But we're in faith about it. We believe it. We're not theorizing. We're not wondering. I don't toss and turn at night wondering if I'm saved or not. Hmm? Neither should you. If you're in faith, I waste no time theorizing about what if there's no heaven. Wonder what really happens after death. Maybe it's the end. I lose no sleep. I waste no time thinking such thoughts. Why? I'm a believer. I believe what this says. I believe it just like he said it. He said he paid the price for me. And if I'd believe it and receive it, I'd be saved. I have. I am. He said my name's in the Lamb's book of life. I believe it. He said he's gone to prepare a place for us. I believe it. It's happening just like he said I'm coming back again. He is. Someone said, how you know it? I believe it. You hadn't seen it. You hadn't been there. Well, I can't believe anything. I can't see. That's completely wrong. The only way you could do something about things you haven't seen, hadn't happened yet, it'd be faith. You just have to believe it. People say, well, seeing is believing. Absolutely not. Seeing is seeing. You believe when you can't see. (laughs) But the church is so ignorant of these things, aren't they? Thank God for the word. What things serve you desire? Hmm? What th- would that include healing? What things serve you desire? When you pray, do what? Believe, Believe what? Now here's, here's the thing. Remember I mentioned to you a few minutes ago. 
that you could believe that God was able to heal you and believe he, it was his will for you to be healed and still not be healed? How could that be, Brother Keith? Right here. He said specifically what to believe. He didn't say believe that God can do it. He didn't say believe it's his will, as important as those things are. What did he specifically say to believe? Believe what? Said out loud, I must believe that I receive it. I want to say that out loud three more times. I must believe that I receive it. I must believe that I receive it. Again, I must believe that I receive it. This, because we're in the natural, because we see and feel the symptoms, and because of hundreds of years of wrong teaching in the church, this is an area where people miss it daily. People might say, well, Brother Keith, glory to God, I've heard you. I mean, 23 reasons why we're sure it's God's will for all to be healed. I'm sold. I believe it. I believe it. When's he going to do it? Hmm? When's it going to happen? It's so easy because we don't see and feel it to get back into waiting on it. Waiting for God to do it. Hmm? Don't care who you are, how long you've known this. Check up on yourself. I don't care if it's your money. I don't care if it's your healing. If it's answers for your family, your kids, whatever it is. If you're waiting on it, why are you? That means you're not going to believe it till you see it. That's a problem. What if you say, well... When's God going to save me? I see it's his will. He's not willing that any should perish. So when's he going to save me? And I guess we won't really know till we get to heaven or after this life and we'll see. What we see. That'd be too late. How many understand you got to believe you receive salvation before you see it. Before you, you got to confess Jesus as Lord. You got to believe your name's in the Lamb's Book of Life before you see it. Right? Got to believe you say before you die, before you get to heaven. Well, see, what hadn't been taught is that everything else in life is that way too. That's just the nature of faith. And you got to believe you received your healing before you feel healing. You got to believe you receive your money before it's in your hand. Right? You got to believe you call your debts paid off while the bills are still staring you in the face. You got to believe you receive harmony in your home while it's still screaming and furniture breaking. Whatever it is. You can't wait till you see and feel it that way and then you're going to believe it. It'd be too late to believe it. You believe it before. Read this verse again, Mark eleven twenty four. What do you say? What things serve you desire? When you pray, do what? Believe. Do what? Believe. And specific, specific, believe what? Believe that you receive. Say that out loud. Believe Believe. that you receive. Now, if you look this word up, well, in fact, hold your place there in uh, Mark 11. Turn to 1 Timothy 6. 1 Timothy 6. I'm believing some folk are going to get some things tonight 
that they have struggled with for years. It's going to click. It's clicking tonight. It's getting in tonight. Revelation. Understanding. It's not that it's so complicated. The enemy tries to keep it from you. He tries to confuse you about it. Keep you blind to it. And of course, you know, this hadn't always been taught to us. Other things have been taught. Called the word. First Timothy 6. Are you there? 6.12. 6.12. Fight. The good fight. Of faith. What kind of fight would be a good fight? Huh? <laughs> fight the good fight of faith. What's the very next words? Lay hold on eternal life whereunto you are also called and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold. This is the same word that's translated receive. Mark 11. It's literally, if you look up the definition in the Strong's and the Vines, it literally means Take, T-A-K-E, take. A lot of folks don't like this word in connection with prayer and faith. They think it sounds presumptuous, not submitting to the will of God. And that's where the problem comes in. And people have been passive with the things of God and aggressive with each other. Huh? They've been takers from each other, but when it comes to God, just whatever the Lord wants. And it's exactly the opposite of what He told us to do. He said, when you pray, whatever it is, what things soever you desire, believe that you receive, which means Believe that you take it, which means believe that you lay hold of it. Let me read some from Thayer's, Strong's, and Vine's. Let me give you some combined definitions. To take, to take with the hand, to lay hold of, to take in order to carry away, to take what is one's own, to take to oneself, to claim, to procure, to lay hold of, take possession of, appropriate, seize it. Are you getting the idea? What does it mean? You remember what he talked about? He said, you know, up until this time, the law was preached and the prophets. He said, but now every man is pressing into the kingdom of God and to take hold of it. The word violence is used. Lots of people think, what in the world is he talking about? You've got to take hold of it. Think about the people. In the gospel accounts, they got their miracles and got their healings. Oh, yes. Huh? Yes, the woman with the issue of blood did not sit in the house and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> Come by here, Lord. What'd she do? In her weakened condition, she got up because she had heard Jesus was coming through. And she pushed 
And she pressed. It was not easy. It was hard. But she pressed. And she kept saying in herself. She kept saying. If I just touch the hem of his garment. I just touch the hem of his garment. I know I'll be healed. And she reached out. And she touched. And how many know what else she did when she touched? She took a healing. Jesus not having a healing meeting. He's not praying for the sick. She didn't even ask him if it would be okay for her to touch. She didn't ask if it was his will. Isn't it good some of these theologians didn't get a hold of her before she got to Jesus and explained to her how that it's not always God's will? She just came and saw and heard and said and took. She took it. That's why she was afraid when he stopped and said, who touched me? And she's probably thinking, oh, no, 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 no. He's going to want it back. Because uh, she didn't ask. She didn't ask. But he didn't want it back. He was glad. He said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. I'm going to say, well, preacher, are you saying our faith will heal us? No. Uh-uh. Jesus said it. He said that. Faith is not a passive waiter. Faith is an appropriator. Faith is a lay holder. A taker. Now, you, you can have this in mind. Someone said, well, I just don't know about it. Listen, John 3, 27, don't turn there. But John 3, 27 says, a man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Amplified says, a man can receive nothing, can claim nothing, take to himself nothing except it's been granted him from heaven. But what's the good news? Healing has been bought and paid for. It has been granted us just like salvation has been, you know, the new birth has been granted us. You couldn't take it if it wasn't given to you. Nobody's going to wrestle out of the hand of God something that's not his will. Let me paint a picture for you though. If it wasn't his will, it wouldn't be in his hand. He's bought it. He's paid for it. So we could enjoy it. But, but, here's the thing. What has been provided by grace must be possessed by faith. Is it true? How many remember the promised land, Canaan's land, was a type of the blessings we now have in the provisions, possessions in Christ? And what did he tell them? Behold, I have given you the land. Then right after it, he'd say, go up and possess it. Isn't that what he said? He said, every place the sole of your foot will tread upon, it'll be yours. I've given it to you. Now go take it. And the first generation didn't enjoy it. Why? Not because it wasn't given to them. Because they didn't have the faith to take it. Millions. And and I've, I've done it. You've done it, I suppose. Millions of Christians have thought they were waiting on God. Waiting on God. Waiting on God. Waiting on God, when are you going to take care of my finances? When are you going to possess it? 
God, when are you going to heal me? God, when are you going to do this? When you... That is wrong thinking. That's like the sinner saying, Lord, when are you going to save me? How many lost people are waiting on the Lord to save them? None of them. He's already paid the price. Hasn't he? There is nobody on the planet that can say, well, I'm waiting on the Lord to save me in his own good time, in his own good way, when it's his will. They're wrong. Are they wrong? When could they be born again? Right now. Why? It's already been provided. It's already been bought. It's already been paid for. It's already been provided by grace. And what's really the hold up? They got to lay hold of it by faith. What about me and you? I know, I know. We just, you know, what was it? Was it last Friday or this Sunday we had some people filled with the Spirit up here? A couple of services ago. And uh, we had some people that had been seeking for years that got filled and spoke with tongues. Isn't that wonderful? That's particularly near and dear to my heart because that happened to me. Some of you may have heard my testimony. I was born again as a boy. But into my teen years, I was around some Pentecostal influence, and I heard people speak in tongues, and I saw it in the Bible, and I knew it was right, but I didn't. And all I was taught, all I knew, was tarry. What does tarry mean? Wait. Wait. And so I waited. For years. Somebody say years. 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 We'd have revival meetings. And the service would be over. And they'd invite people to come down to Terry to receive the Holy Ghost. Or Terry for the Holy Ghost. And I tarried. And I tarried. And I tarried. And I tarried. One night I started tarrying about 9.30. And 2.30 I was still there tarrying. 2.30 in the morning. Tarrying. Tearing, tearing, month after month after month. What am I doing? And, and upset. God, why won't you feel me? Hmm? God, what? And so some folks told me, well, if you'd shave that mustache off, God would feel you. I thought, hey, no problem. I shaved. And tarried, and tarried, and tarried. Others had others say, well, if you'll do this. Well, if you'll change the way you dress. Well, if you do this. Well, if you'll do that. And say this, don't say that. Do this, don't do I, I tried everything I heard. <laughs> Phyllis didn't grow up like that. She grew up Catholic. And not charismatic Catholic at the time. And she's with me in these meetings while I'm tarrying. And I mean, it's going night after night, week after week, month after month. So finally, she said, she told me this all later. She said, I thought, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm holding him up some way. And she'd sit back there tired and go, Lord, you know, whatever it is he wants, would you give it to him? So, so we can go home. And finally, she thought, well, Lord, is it me? Am I hindering him some way? I'll go to the altar. What do you want me to do? She went up to the altar, (laughs) fell out under the power, (laughs) 
And before the night was over, was talking in tongues. And I'm still tarrying. I thought, God, I mean, I'm a third generation Pentecostal. She's Catholic and this don't seem right. We don't receive based on what seems right. God is not, now now get this, get this. God is not moved by needs. If he was, miracles would be popping all over the planet right now because there are needs everywhere. God is not moved by how upset you are. You being upset does not move him to manifest for you. You being confused does not move him. What causes God to be able to manifest in our lives? Faith. Faith. And what is faith? Faith is a receiver. You believe that you take. You believe that you receive. Well, I mean, for weeks and weeks after that, I still tarried. I was frustrated. I thought, God, I mean, I'd get up in the middle of the night and I'd go out in the woods and I'd say, God, what do you want me to do? Now, here's where a lot of people miss it. They buy into somebody else that'll come along and tell them, well... This is not for everybody. Hmm? And give you these doctrinal provisions to why it's not happening for you. And what did you just do? You just watered down the Bible to match your lack of experience. And if it soothes your mind a little bit, it ain't enough because you're still not filled. And you still don't have something that you need just as much as anybody else. Thank God I didn't do that. I just kept coming back saying, God, I'm frustrated. I tarried. People slapped me in the back. They said, hold on. They said, turn loose. I say, Jesus. You know, I, I did everything I knew to do and tried things I felt foolish about afterwards and you know, when you're hungry, you, you'll try it. Months and years, didn't speak in tongues. Why? I'm waiting on God. Huh? Am I or am I not? I think I am. Am I? Am I really waiting on Him to decide to fill me? I thought I was. And you'd hear me say these wise things like, Well, now, I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to be me. Just me. Then who do you want it to be that got filled? I want it to be the Holy Ghost. You want the Holy Ghost to be filled with the Holy Ghost? No, no. I don't want it to be just me. And see, that was my problem. What do you mean? See, what am I saying? I'm saying I want him... To take me over and make me do it and do it apart from me and through me. And that's what people are wanting him to do with their finances. They want him to do that with their healing over and over again. Other areas. Waiting on him. I'm taking some time with this, but this is important. Hmm? Very important. God, what's the hold up? I'll give you a clue. (laughs) It's not him. 
<laughs> I've done everything I know to do. Really? Have you now? <laughs> done everything I know. Well, it could be you just don't know enough. But this is what he told you to do. Whatever it is you desire. Do what? When you pray? Believe, believe what? Don't just believe God can do it. Don't just believe it's his will. Believe what? Believe that you receive it. That you take it. And when you do, then you act on it. Somebody say act on it. See, believing you receive is connected to acting on it. Somebody say lay hold. Believe you receive. Believe you take it. Let me remind you of miracles that happened in Jesus' ministry. Let me remind you of how they happened. Jesus came, one of the noblemen's came concerning his son. Jesus told him, go your way. Your son lives. The man believed the word and he went his way. He was healed. The man at the pool, Jesus looked at him and said, rise. Take up your bed and walk. Why didn't he say, just be patient? Huh? Just be patient. Keep waiting on God. Theology has taught us this. Man's religion has taught us this. Not the Bible. Millions think they're waiting on God. And they're not. I thought I was waiting on him to fill me. He said, the man born by four, you remember. They tore off the roof, let him down through there. Jesus said, get up. He said that numerous times. Get up. Take your couch. Go to your house. How many know he couldn't do that? He couldn't do that. That's why he's there. He's physically unable to do this. And yet he did. How could he do it when he's physically unable to do it? When he reached the end of his ability to act on the word of Jesus, he met the power of God. Didn't he? Which enabled him to do what was considered impossible. The man with the withered hand. He said, stretch forth your hand. The blind man. He made him look up. The other blind man, he said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. And he did. The ten lepers, as they went, they were healed. In Acts, the lame man at the gate called beautiful. In the name of Jesus, get up. Walk. In Aeus, in Acts 9, he said, get up. Make your bed. Go. Are you hearing a pattern? Somebody say, get up. Go. What is this? This is action. This is action. This is how you get miracles. I said, this is how you get miracles. Talked about Brother Hagin a bit ago. He's paralyzed. He's bedfast. Given doctors say there's no way he can live. Nobody in his condition has ever lived past the age of 16. And months before his birthday, he's going just the way they said. He's in and out of comas for weeks and weeks at a time. Can't get out of the bed. But he got a hold of this scripture. Mark 11, 24. And he lay there and he, he saw it. He said, I believe I'll receive healing. I believe I'll receive healing. I believe I receive healing from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I believe, what does it say? I believe I take it. Yes. I'm laying hold of it by faith. Amen. He said, then the Lord spoke to him, not an audible voice, but the Spirit of God said, now you believe you're well. He said, I sure do. <laughs> he said, well, people ought to be up this time of the day. 
Does this sound like Jesus? What did he tell people again and again? Get up. Get up. Go. Take that thing you're laying on and turn it around. You came in on it. Let it go out on you. Can Jesus turn your life around? Get up. Somebody say, get up. Get up. Reach out your hand. Get up. He said he, his legs were paralyzed. He had no feelings in them. But he pushed them to the edge of the bed. And, and he pushed his leg out. He said it fell like a piece of firewood. Clunk. And he pushed the other one out. And he grabbed a hold of the bedpost. And he dragged himself up. And he's hanging there. His legs, you know, useless and drooping. He's hanging there on the bedpost. He said, I believe I receive. <laughs> What's he saying? How many said this is beyond believing it's God's will? This is beyond believing he can do it. And this is not waiting on him. Oh, come on. Can you see this now? He said, I believe I receive. And how many understand? He has gone to the limit of what he can do. He's there. But expecting more. And he said, while he's hanging there, holding on to the bedpost, he said, something struck him in the top of the head. Felt like warm honey. <laughs> God's real. His angels are real. His spirit, he said, it felt like warm honey came on the top of his head. And it just began to ooze down over his head and his face and his neck and his chest. And he said it got down to his legs. He hadn't had any feelings. And he said when it did, they began to sting and burn like needles poking it. Well, see, those nerves are being reactivated. And he said it went all the way down his legs. And he said when it did, he's standing there under his own power. Shouting and giving glory to God. Now let's just stop right here. Was he waiting on God all those months he was in the bed to heal him? No, he was not. Years, somebody say years. Years of tarrying and waiting to be filled with the Spirit and speaking in tongues. Years of tarrying. After that, I got a hold of a little book called Seven Steps to Receiving the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Kenneth E. Hagin. I'd never seen the man before. This is before we went to Rhema, obviously. I read that little book. It said, do this, pray this, believe you receive. Not speaking tongues. <laughs> I read that, and I thought, nah, 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 no way. Uh, I can't be... That simple cause, let's see, I'm from Pentecostal background. I said, cause, sister so-and-so, when she got filled, she saw a ball of fire come through and hit her in the head. And she rolled up under the pew, spoke in tongues for an hour. Brother so-and-so, when he got filled, you know, see, I'm experience-oriented, feeling-oriented, not word-oriented. And I've been tarrying for years, too. I laid the book down and scoffed and I thought, no, no, no. Because when the Holy Ghost does it, he does it. Yeah. <laughs> he don't need a man. <laughs> and if you hear me talking in tongues, it won't be me. <laughs> and as long as I said that and believed that, I never did. Because yes. unless we hear you talking in tongues... You never will. 
You say, well, I, you know what I mean. No, you don't know what you mean. I've been there trying to help you. Well, I want him just to come over me and fill me and make me do it apart from me. Never going to happen. He's not a demon. He doesn't possess and control people. You have to willingly yield yourself. And here's where the confusion comes in. Yield means to act. Yield to the Spirit means act on the promptings and urgings of the Spirit. Spirit of God's dealing with you to give. How do you yield to the Spirit? Act on that urging and prompting and give. Spirit of God's dealing with you to pray. How do you yield to Him? Act on that and pray. And I had had the Holy Ghost come on me. I had felt the power of God. I had felt the anointing. Maybe you've heard me tell it. There were times in the altar, the power of God was so strong, we all fell out in the power. Every one of us laying on the floor could hardly move. And I'm still saying, oh God, fill me with the Spirit. Oh God, give me the Holy Ghost. Oh God, give me the Holy Ghost. Oh God. And didn't have enough sense to realize he's saying, hey, it's me. I'm here. Ignorance. Didn't know any better. I threw the little book up on the thing and said, ah, something came up in me. Thank God it was the Holy Ghost. I didn't know it then, but it said, you've tried everything else. Why wouldn't you do that? I thought, well, if there's even a chance. <laughs> I know that's unbelief, but that's where I was. I, I took it back out and I thought, okay. All right. What do you do? Lord, I thank you for being my father. I confess Jesus, Lord, of my life. I ask you to fill me with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that I receive. You hear this language right here? I believe what? I believe I receive. I believe I take. And see, here was the thing that was new to me. Once you pray that, now believe you have. You mean before I feel anything? Before I see anything? Exactly. Now, speak in tongues. What? I don't hear anything. I don't feel anything. Speak by faith. How you do that? I don't want it to be me. Well, he had explained how it is going to be you if you speak. So I just, with nobody around, I was in my little mobile home by herself, and I just said, okay. Pray for Namastakola Plenji. And I thought, nah. <laughs> No, no, because see, when sister so-and-so got filled, she felt the fire. <laughs> and then I read again, and he said, your mind is, un- understanding is unfruitful. You do it by faith. more you yield, the better the flow. I said, well, that's more than I've ever done. So I prayed some more and spoke some more and spoke some more. And the more I did, the better it was. And the better it was, the more I wanted to and been praying in tongues for years one of the things that almost hindered me from doing it is before I acted on that little book I thought no no way because why because if this is true all this stuff I've been doing for the last years was for nothing and all this time I thought I'm waiting on God I actually said that by myself when I really started speaking in tongues I stopped and I thought you mean I could have been doing this 10 years ago? Annoying. Why am I saying this? 
millions think they are waiting on God. Oh, do you hear this now? They think they're waiting on him. I believe God. I believe God can do anything. I believe it's his will. Wonderful. But you've got to go further. What else must you believe? Help me out. What else must you believe? You must believe that you receive. You must believe that you take it. And then you must be ready to act on what he tells you in connection with that. You must possess your possessions. Help me out. I want to preach a couple of minutes before we quit now. Help me out here. I said you must possess your possessions. You understand this? What do you mean? You got to put your foot on it. You got to say that healing's mine. I'm taking that healing. That money's mine. I'm taking that money. I claim it. I believe I receive it. I'm laying hard. I'm not waiting on anything. It's mine. It's been provided. It's bought and paid for. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. And you lay hold of it. You possess it. You take it to yourself. You put your foot on it. Stand up, everybody. Sit out loud. Put your foot on it. Put your foot on it. Say it again. Put your foot on it. Put your foot on it. He said, go up and take the possession of it. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. He said, go up at once and possess it. He said, every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I have given it to you. It's Bible. I said it's Bible. He said, let me read it to you again. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold. Lay hold. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.